You're listening to E-Commerce Marketing School, presented by Privy and Printful. Hey, so this week we're bringing back some of our favorite interviews of the year to help you kick off 2022 on the right foot. So far, we've shared storytelling secrets from Harley Finkel's team and Jason Wong's playbook for influencer marketing. And on today's episode, Monica Groney, the founder and CEO of Marea, shares how she's getting a 25% of traffic from organic search by focusing on education first. Especially when it comes to capitalizing on current events, find out how she went from 300 sessions a day to 2,000 in just one week. Hey, so the other day I saw a tweet from a founder I follow, Monica Groney. She's the founder of Marea, which offers a daily vitamin you mix into your water to help balance hormones and reduce common PMS symptoms. I'll let her share more about the brand in a sec, but what caught my eye was how tactical she got about the approach she takes to putting out value add content and using that content to drive organic traffic to her store. 25% of her traffic now comes from organic search. 25%, that's huge. So Monica, thank you for joining us. I'm excited to chat and to dive in learn a little bit more about how you're actually putting content out there. Yeah, thanks. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, so so fill us in. Let's start with Marea. Can you just give us like a, an overview of what you're up to? Yeah, so Marea is a menstrual wellness company that was built to empower women to take charge of their menstrual cycles through nutrition and lifestyle. So our first product is the PMS elixir, as you described. It's a drinkable multivitamin that has 15 essential nutrients to support you throughout your cycle for relief of PMS symptoms. I love that you call it elixir. Uh, Like in my head, I'm thinking like, wow, that sounds like a nice cocktail. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely wanted it to be an experience and not just like a vitamin that you have to take. Totally. And actually just having spent some time on the, the site this week, like that absolutely like shows through the site experience. So nice. Thank nice you. So check them out in the show notes. Uh, we'll, we'll add the link and, you know, help us understand. So I saw a tweet a couple months ago that you actually left your full-time job now to focus on Maria. Yes. At the beginning of 2021, I left my full-time job and went, you know, straight in, dove off the deep end into Maria. And we are now doing 13K in monthly recurring revenue through our subscription model. Unfortunately, right now we're basically out of stock of our product, but that is a good problem to have. That's amazing. Amazing. Right. Because it's for now, it's subscription only. We do do one time purchases as well. That's currently obviously turned off, and we're just fulfilling our existing subscriber orders. Um, But we definitely push people towards the subscription since they're going to see the most benefit with regular use of the product. Yeah, that's awesome. And congrats on getting organic traffic to 25%. Like that's, that's pretty sweet. Um, I think it it would be interesting, right? Because you're seven months into the journey. I think it'd be cool for people listening that are early in their journey to understand if 25% is coming from organic, like Where's the rest coming from? Is it all paid right now? No, we really haven't done much for paid. Um, We are a bootstrapped brand. And so we've focused on kind of the longer run channels like SEO and organic search. 
Um, we have seen paid search work pretty well for us as well, kind of in that same, you know, people go to Google when they have these problems. Um, so probably like less than organic search. There's maybe like 15% that comes from paid search. Hmm. A ton comes from social. We're really heavy on Instagram and TikTok. Hmm. And TikTok's been pretty big for us as well. And then press. Um, we've done a, gotten quite a few organic press placements, so referral traffic. But yeah, I've really tried to stay away from paid, especially with the landscape as it is today. Yeah, no, that's incredible to hear. I, I didn't even understand that coming in, but I think even more impressed with the the story so far. So kudos. So, you know, that's actually a good good segue, right? Like, you're one person brand right now, which you're laughing about, but but like to me, I'm sitting here saying, okay, you're at 13k MRR in a subscription business. You're one person. You're spending time writing content. I assume you're doing the social. You're also doing the, the TikTok videos? Yes. Nice. And like we can dig into this a little deeper when we get into the actual tactile part of our content, but we do hire out some of our writing. So the longer form content, we use our medical advisors and some writers in the nutritional space. So we have actual experts kind of sharing on the topics. Oh, that's that's interesting. I like that. So let's start high level with SEO. So you have a background in e-commerce marketing, right? You were at RecSpecs, you said, right? Yes. So it sounds like maybe coming into starting your own, you you understood that if you're going to bootstrap that organic and SEO was going to be a big part of this. But like, take me back to the moment you wrote your first post. Like, did you have a strategy or, or did you just start writing? Like, how'd it go? Yeah, I think it's, it's definitely evolved. And I will give some credit here to my husband who's in the real estate space and does a lot of lead generation via SEO and search. Because previously, in my previous like experience, we focus more on paid. Um, and so I didn't go into this thinking, oh, like I'm going to focus on organic. I knew I wanted to build an education first brand because there's so much education missing in the menstrual space when it comes to menstruation and nutrition. So I knew that there was a lot of education that needed to get done with the customer. And then at the same time, my husband was focusing on SEO and he was talking to me about it. And I dug in and realized that I can do competitor research. And so there aren't many competitors in our space, but knowing that there are a couple of key winners I wanted to understand what traffic they were grabbing hmm. and then find some holes where we could plug in and win. Um, and so we use the tool that I use is Uber Suggest by Neil Patel, who's kind of like the one of the SEO wizards, if you will, or digital marketing people. And you can literally see what keywords different websites are winning. Wow. And so downloaded all of that and and then also saw what keywords had high search volume, but low competition. Hmm. And we decided to write articles that would target those so we could start to win in those spaces. Yeah. Of course, there was also the thought process of, okay, what do we think our common FAQs are going to be and how can we answer them with longer form content? And then also, what do we think that a consumer needs to know to believe in the product or understand how it functions? Yeah, this is awesome. So just like to pull it all together and not to put you on the spot, 
like you mentioned something that I think is super interesting. So high search volume, low competition, right? So do you have an example of something? Like, do you remember one of the early posts that might fit that criteria? Uh, One of them is B vitamins for PMS, which is obviously like very specific. Right, right. (laughs) And not a lot of people were necessarily nailing down on that topic. People are saying like supplements for PMS, vitamins for PMS, um, and being more generic, but we have a full B complex in our product. And so digging into that, and there are people that know, obviously, because they're searching B vitamins for PMS, that know that there's some benefit there. And I was like, okay, if we can give them more information on why or go a little deeper there. And we started to write about all of our specific ingredients, including that, because we saw that that was getting... It was probably somewhere between 100 and 500 searches a month, which isn't a lot, but obviously that's super niche. Like people already know that there's a correlation there. So if we can capture that traffic, then they're probably more likely to go and buy our vitamins for their PMS. I love that. And what's so cool is like, you saw that demand, you saw that there was a lack of competition. You wrote that article presumably, you know, we're here talking about the success of organic. I imagine it worked. And then that's like a very small scale, you proving to yourself, oh shit, like, okay, if I could get, you know, hundred to 500 people searching that specific search, there's probably 10 to 50 other super targeted searches that are, you know, in a similar like opportunity range for Maria. So then you move on, right? Like, I actually think that's that's the beauty of e-commerce today is like if you're focused on a super specific target customer, target niche, like that's where the opportunity lives around uh, organic. Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and, you know, there's more words than just that, too. And so we started to really we realized that that was happening. And of course, from there, it's like, OK, they're coming to our website now. How can we get them further down our funnel Um, And so started doing specific ways to capture email um, and really, really grab people and get them into our customer base. Nice. So just keep going on the the content. Like, did you write that first one or or from day one, did you realize, okay, you, you want some expert writers in the mix? Yeah, I wanted to make sure we focus pretty heavily on making sure that all of our information is backed by some kind of scientific research and we're not just like spewing our beliefs. Yeah. So we utilized one of our nutritional advisors who is also a writer. She writes for a bunch of digital magazines and she wrote long form for our blog. And then that allowed us, we kind of went into that knowing, okay, there's an expense here. How can we make it worth our while? We use all of our longer form content to break out into whether it's social media posts or TikTok creation. Um, So it allows me to have this very like clinical content that I can take and repurpose and easily still have reliable information, but it doesn't always have to be coming from, you know, someone who costs more. (laughs) That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, we do a lot of repurposing on the podcast content, like some of this gets reformatted for the blog, gets quoted, some turns into like social media posts. So 
I think that's brilliant. It's something that's worked really well for us. It's awesome to see that you're doing that, especially if you're like excited and investing heavily in the quality of that content. I think that's, that's amazing. Nice. So a couple other threads I, I just want to pick up on from your, your tweet the other day. One of the things it sounds like you've done is you look at which paid search terms, presumably for like Google search ads that you're running, are converting. And then you're, you're starting with the paid, but then maybe going back and writing organic posts um, to tie back to those same search terms that have worked. Is that fair? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think over time, that's been more telling. You know, our first starting, we didn't know what paid search terms would would work. So we did more of the SEO research. But now with, you know, a couple of months under our belt with paid, we can really see which words were winning there. And that has allowed us to even adjust some of our product page copy and just kind of general web page copy, even if it's not longer form blog content to know like, okay, people are finding us and converting on things like PMS relief as opposed to PMS supplement. So how can we work that in and make sure that we're trying like showing up there organically as well? Nice. Yeah. I, I like that. I like the use of paid for like super targeted, fast results to learn um, and then to catch up on the organic side, I think that's really smart, clever. And maybe over time, you rank so well and your th- your authority from Google gets so strong that maybe over time you pull back paid for some of these search terms because, you know, you're confident in your ranking there. Yeah, definitely. I think it's been a really good tool. And, and we also use from the get-go, like just the Google keyword search. What is their organic tool? Or yeah, tool keyword for- so yeah, yeah, I forget. Finder, keyword search. Whatever, yeah, whatever yeah. the Google tool is there too. That's a great free tool as well. Yeah, awesome. Talk to me about current events and content from Maria. Yeah, so this is a big one. And it's, you know, I think it's hard maybe for some other brands to find something as applicable, but COVID was happening in our world. And we started to hear more and more from our customers of like, my menstrual cycle is all messed up. Could it be COVID? Is it COVID? And with the search volume of COVID, we realized like, okay, is there some kind of facts that we can provide or guidance that we can provide around COVID and your menstrual cycle that's going to make us show up in search because everyone was looking for information. And so that was a huge current event that we caught on to early and then we were showing up in position one or two for COVID menstrual cycle. Wow. And the blog post was just, can COVID affect your menstrual cycle? Here's what we know so far. We weren't saying that we have gone out and done research. Um, We just actually talked to medical providers and realized like COVID, just like anything else, can cause stress on the body. Here's what stress on your body can do. And our search volume went through the roof. We went from like 300 sessions a day to 2000 in like a week. Wow. Just from that. And so it was constantly iterating on that moment to see, okay, people are looking for this information. How can we continue to provide value? Is our product applicable to them? And, and so capitalizing on if there are those current event moments, and being an early 
like being able to move early on it allowed us to show up and search. It's amazing. I mean, it speaks to the power of being small and nimble, right? Like your speed in executing that, even with a domain name that's, you know, less than a year old, presumably, like the fact that you were ranking so highly, that's amazing. And there's probably countless opportunities like that, uh, no matter what your brand is. Yeah, I think just having someone, whether it's on your team or you as a founder, always kind of asking yourself, is there a moment in our world that can relate back to what we're doing and then trying to activate on it quickly? Nice. Really good advice. And this is amazing. I think we'll a good spot for us today. Just awesome to hear the, the focus on written content and what that's done for getting your brand off the ground, Monica. Thank you for being with us today. This is great. Yeah. Thanks so much for letting me share. Of course. And for everyone else, tune in tomorrow for the next episode. 